We've all faced one, a threshold, a point of decision, a moment of choice. Do we stay or do we go? What awaits us on the other side? Will we cross the line from guilt to freedom, fear to faith, from doubt to trust, from darkness to light, from death to life? So you're here at the threshold. What will you do? All right. Well, I don't know what's going on today. It's just, it's so challenging and awesome all at the same time. I just want to say that I'm just very excited. I said a while ago, you just saw my lips moving. Apparently, you couldn't hear me. So I just wanted to say that I am so excited for everything that is going on. And I've never been more excited. And apparently, you couldn't hear me say I couldn't be more excited about how church is in our church and what's going on. And it just, it's been so much struggle this morning. Even just had another one right now. The TV fell off the wall this morning. And the music wasn't playing. And just nothing was working. And I'm so excited. I've never been more excited about what we're doing. We're standing on the threshold, which was the name of the video this morning, and we're standing on the threshold of 2018 and 2019, and, 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 and even in worship, as I was just, just telling you out of my the fullness of my spirit, there's just so much that I feel like that people looked at 2018 and thought it was going to be this great, the most amazing years, and people say it, it was terrible, You may say, that's not at all what I wanted out of a life. And now we face 2019, and so many people are still going to try and bring 2019 and bring 2018 into 2019, and and there's a threshold. And even the video is showing that there's a place, there's a demarcation where one ends and the other one begins. And in the natural, that happens on New Year's Eve at midnight, and we see the ball fall, and we see all of these different things and the celebrations. But let me tell you, there is a time and a season we start this new season, and we do a, a thing. We're following a lot of churches' examples, and we're not, it's not original to us by any means. But there's thousands of people, tens of thousands of people that will be joining in all the different churches participating in 21 days of prayer and fasting. We do 21 days twice a year at the beginning of the year, at the beginning of the new season for school and everything in August. But this is the time we do prayer and fasting. And I have to confess to you, I'm not the most excited about fasting ever in my life. Because I like food way too much to get excited about not eating it. But there's something amazing about following in obedience to God and fasting. So I want to encourage you, it doesn't have to be food, it doesn't have to be all food and you just drink water, you don't have to eat locusts and honey like John the Baptist out in the wilderness, you don't have to do those crazy stuff, it can be social media, it can be some kind of media, it can be TV, it can be food, it can be the Daniel diet, it can be many, many things, it can be taking sugar out. In fact, I have to tell you, this week I posted on Facebook something really, really funny to me, and it's amazing how many people didn't read the entire thing but this is what I said today marks four weeks without sugar running three miles a day no meat no dairy no flour no caffeine the change has been fantastic I feel great I've had zero alcohol a a healthy diet gluten-free caffeine-free sugar-free and a two-hour workout every day 
I don't know whose status this is, but I was really proud of them. So I decided to copy and paste it. And I got so many people cheering me on. That's awesome. I'm glad you're doing it. I'm like, did you even read the whole thing? I mean, but isn't that how we all think that we want to do in the new year? That we just want to have all that stuff. We got all that stuff planned out. Well, one of the things we can do and have continuity through it through the whole time is 21 days of prayer and fasting. So I want to encourage you to find something. You don't have to do everything I put in my Facebook post because I'm not doing everything I put in my Facebook post. But find something and determine, be intentional about what you're going to fast. I encourage you to do that. And of course, the other thing that's coming up is today is the day we're going to give back all of the prayer requests that we did for 2018, and we're going to fill out the ones for 2019. And and I love doing this every year at the beginning of the year to, to, to set these goals and ask God, hey, God, this is what I'm asking for for this coming year. And this is what I asked last year. And I don't even remember. Two months into it, I don't remember what I put on there, so... I'm excited to read what I put on there. I don't know about you, but I think that's going to be pretty amazing. But can I tell you a funny story about me? And it's funny now, but it was pretty scary at the time. My really good friend Giovanni and I were were working on on doing tile with, and Giovanni wasn't an early morning person at all. And in fact, you know, we would be leaving at nine o'clock, and he would show up to pick me up at two or three or four in the afternoon to to go to work. You know, which that doesn't work very well. And then we would go to lunch, and then we would go pick up materials. And by the time we often got to the job site, everybody else is knocking off and leaving. And so I meant we're working at nights, which I'm a night person that didn't necessarily bother me. This one particular time we're on these high rises. And I don't remember they're 12, 16, 20 stories high. I don't know how they're on Longboat Key. And, and we're working on this thing and we're putting all the tile in and we're, we're done. And it's like, I believe it was 1030 at night. Everybody's completely gone from the job site. And, and we go, and Giovanni starts looking for his keys, and he didn't have them. He goes, oh, my goodness, we were working in the unit below us. That's where the keys are. So we went down there, tried the, the door, and, and it was, of course, locked because everybody left, you know, and these are, you know, $2 million um, condo units, so they're locking up everything so to make sure there's no thieves and vandals and stuff. So there was no way to get in there, but we have access to the one above it. So Lenore just given birth not too long. I mean, Andrew was a baby baby. I don't remember. He's like one or two years old, and I don't know if she even had a car to come and get me. Or anything, but it wasn't a solution for Lenore to come. And I don't think we even had phones at that point. And, and Giovanni's wife wasn't going to come get us, and we couldn't get a hold of anybody. So we're stuck there all night, or we're going to find a way to get those keys. So me and my bright ideas, I look over, I'm like, well, it's only like 10 or 12 feet down there. So let's get some extension cords, and we'll wrap them around me. And, and I'm sure all the people on our team here are laughing because they, they see all the crazy things that I do, even with here and the TV falling and all that crazy stuff this morning. But we wrapped extension cords around my waist. I think Giovanni even put it through my belt loop as if that's going to hold me. But we put this on there, and then I crawled out on that ledge multiple stories up. I mean, it was at least 10 or 12 stories up, and, and I don't think my mom even knows this story. So hi, Mom. Um, and so I crawl out on that balcony, and, and I'm just full of faith. And it's just like, it's not a, any big deal. You know, this thing is wire. It's going to hold me. And, and it's not any big deal at all. And, and I crawl down, and then there was that moment that I was holding on to the ledge with that wire taut. And, and Giovanni's holding on to me for all of his life. And, and, and so many things could have gone wrong. 
Our knot could have broken. The cable could have stretched out. And, and I, he could have slipped. I mean, it's construction. It's not like rocket science here. You know, he could have slipped. And there's so many things. And I look down, and it's really, really a bunch of stories down. And there's just a bunch of construction junk that, that's down there that, you know, it would be a really bad idea if I fall. There came that moment. I had to let go. And I still remember very vividly that moment of letting go. Because it's like, there's still that moment that I could pull back up and go, no, 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 I'm not doing this. We're going to walk home or something. We couldn't walk home. But there, there were, you could have pulled that. But there came that moment that I had to let go. And this morning, can I tell you that the, one of the scariest moments of that entire night was that moment of letting go. But as today we stand on the threshold of 2018 and 2019, you have to let go. Regardless if there was good or if there was bad in 2018, you have to let it go. So you can't hold on to all the good things that happened last year. If it was the most amazing year of your life, it doesn't mean that that's what you bring in and you hold on to that. You've got to let that go. You've got to forget what's behind us and look forward. Certainly if it was a bad time, if there's bad things that happen, if there's, there's just things that was just completely destructive in your life, let go of those things. Can I tell you that God created seasons? And, and we see it a little bit in our, in our nature around us. And I, I'm a Texas boy. I'm a native Texan. I'm so glad I'm back in Texas because that Florida stuff where it's pretty much the same weather all the time, I didn't like it. But I like it when all of a sudden it starts getting cold outside and like, oh, I got to take a jacket. Let me go find that in my closet because I did not need that in the middle of the summer. And, and that first night that it gets a little frosty out on the, on the grass and you see all these things. I love the seasons and the changes and it denotes things that are happening even in our lives. In fact, in Ecclesiastes, it says there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to uproot, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to tear down, a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. There's a time for every single thing that we're going to face in life. That's seasons. So as this one season is ending, we're transitioning into a new one, and we have the greatest one, the biggest one that we see. We're transitioning from one year into another. But there's a time for planting, for sowing, for weeding, and then for harvesting. We see the seasons. We're not meant to just have one season, even in our weather. Certainly not in our lives. There's a natural succession of one season ending and the next one beginning. I want to say that one more time. There's a natural succession of one season ending and the next one beginning. Isaiah 43 verse 18 says, forget the former things. And I love he doesn't say, hey, forget the bad things. He even says, do not dwell on the past, but that's good and that's bad. Forget what's behind you. Don't dwell in the past. Don't stay in the past. You've got to keep going forward. He continues on. See, God says, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness 
and streams in the wasteland. And that's a song we sang this morning, that you make a way where there is no way that you can look at it and you just, in our own logic and in the way we're looking at everything, we're trying to figure everything out. You go, man, how's this going to work out? And you're like, there's no way. And God comes in and goes, let me show you how. He makes a way in the wilderness. Psalms 20, um, 90 verse 12 says, teach us to number our days. So that we may gain a heart of wisdom. God's saying in the scripture that we need to plan out. We need to look at the days that we have and plan those out. So I've been telling you this whole month of December to make a plan for 2019. Don't wait till January. Do it in December. Plan out your days. Number them. You have a heart of wisdom. So you've got a plan for your life. And God has a plan for your life. Philippians 3.13 says, Brothers and sisters, I don't consider myself yet to have taken hold of anything, but one thing I do, Apostle Paul says, forgetting what was behind me and straining towards what is ahead. And, and the illustration and the, and the thought in that whole thing and the, the connotation is a runner, that you're there and you're trying to beat the next person that's there. And, and you're right there neck and neck with them and you just press and you're straining forward and you're going to just like give it every inch you can to make that photo finish, but you're the one. It goes, forget what's behind, but strain forward. Just toward it. Just push as hard as you can to get in there goes on and says i press on toward the goal to win the prize for which god has called me can i tell you this morning god has called every single one of us and it's not just to come to heaven he's got a great plan here on this earth for you but can i tell you that we need faith going into 2019 we need to have faith. The songs we sang this morning is, God, I've seen you move. You've moved the mountains. And even if you haven't seen it in your life, when we read the Bible, we can see the stories of the, these crazy situations. And, and, and my mind goes immediately to that, that one song that we sing, that you think I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. And we looked at that scripture about Elisha's servant that saw this whole army surrounding them. And Elisha wasn't moved at all. And I'm not going to read that message as much as I'm tempted to. And, and he says, Elisha, aren't you worried? Look, 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 look. He goes, don't worry about it. He goes, no, 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 no. Aren't you worried? He goes, God, I pray you would show him. And then you see the heavenly host that outnumbered everything. See, it's not what we look at. We need faith going into 2019. Romans 10 says, so then faith comes by hearing. So faith that we need going into 2019 comes by hearing. You're not going to just be walking down the street and somebody jump up and just high five you and you got faith. But faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So it isn't just simply having your ears open and having your earbuds in your ears and walking around with headphones all, all the time because you're hearing and you're listening. It's not about that in any way, shape or form. But it is about hearing the word of God. Because anything that I tell you that isn't from God isn't going to help you one bit. You don't need my opinion. You don't need your, the person sitting next to you your opinion. No one needs your opinion. Sorry to tell you. We need to hear the word of God. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. 
So as we go into 2019, there's several challenges that I want to give you, but they're based off of this scripture. What are you going to hear? What is the faith-building support system that you have going into 2019? Is it the word of God? Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious for anything. And again, I will tell you, the most common, the most thing that I hear all the time by so many people, I would say almost everyone is anxiety is plaguing us. And, and there's this, this overwhelming thing of I can't control my mind. And, and I think that it's all going to just... Ah. Had a conversation with someone last night even about that. But yet God's word says, don't be anxious about anything. But in every situation, and I was tempted to highlight this entire scripture, but then it'd be kind of pointless because it'd be all highlighted. But, but in every situation, look at this, by prayer and petition. By prayer, by saying, God, I'm bringing every situation and I'm going to bring it to you and I'm going to pray about that situation. And and I'm I'm going to have petitions and I'm going to fill out this form and I'm going to say, God, I don't know. I'm going to fill out a connection card and say, hey, I need somebody to pray with me. I'm going to put a petition to God and it doesn't matter who on this side reads it. It matters who on that side reads it. Prayer and prayer. Petition and with thanksgiving that I'm going to come in here and I'm going to worship God even when it doesn't seem like there's anything to worship. I'm going to, I'm going to learn the songs even if this isn't my kind of music because I wanted, I want to take that step of obedience to have thanksgiving and to worship God. Then he says, present your requests to God. Don't be anxious. Everything, bring it to prayer and petition to God. Give him worship. Present your requests. And then it goes on. The part everyone always talks about, but they don't mention the first part. They don't mention verse 6. They always jump to verse 7. And verse 7 starts with a big connector, the word and. Which is connecting into verse 6. The peace of God, which transcends all understanding. That making a way where there seems to be no way. The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. So as we head into 2019, where's your faith getting fed from? I want to just circle back and remind you that this is a great time to start reading the one-year Bible. And, and we've got it right in our app as one of the things that you can just choose. And right there on your phone, you can pull it out every morning. And the first 15, you can just wake up. And while you're still laying there stretching and yawning, and your coffee's percolating. If you're a coffee person, I'm not, so that's just foreign to me. But it, you could go, and you can just read that one-year Bible. And, and it's pretty quick. If It only takes like 15 minutes. You can go through the Old Testament, the New Testament, the Song, the Proverb. And if you don't have time, you can just read one part of it and maybe later on get it but read some of the one-year bible every day if you're really really busy the proverb is like two verses like two words like two lines it's not even that long you got three seconds 
Get the word of God in you. Work up to, if you need to, reading the entire thing for the one-year Bible. Of course, the next one is 21 days of prayer and fasting. Participate in that. If you can't be here with us, watch online, set a timer. And if you can't be, if you can't do that, then go back and set a reminder to watch it during the day because it's going to be up there for 24 hours that you can go back and you can join us. And we're going to teach you how to pray and we get the prayer guides and we're going to, we're going to show you and we're going to help you. You're not like you're going to be sitting here going, oh my gosh, I can't imagine being at a prayer meeting for one hour. Are you kidding me? I'll, it'll bore me out of my, I don't even know what to say. I, I, I go through my entire prayer list in like two minutes. I'm like, okay, now what do I do for 58 minutes? It's not like that at all. It's very structured. We're going to teach you and, and you can go through the prayer guide. Honestly, it, that whole hour goes by really, really quick and we go, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's over. Next, there's 52 Sundays in 2019. Can I challenge you to make a goal to be at church for 52 Sundays this coming year? Where are you getting the feeding for your faith? We need faith in 2019. And then cancel all of your anxiety by faith. So now we're going to have some music that's going to start to play really lightly. And I saw them pass out the the things already. So we're going to have these ready for you. And I'm going to pass out the ones from last year. We can open them up and we can read them or you can take them home. And you can do however you want to with it. I can't wait to read mine. But we're going to take a few minutes for you to fill those out. And there's envelopes, and I want you to put your name on it and seal it up. And then just like we've had these last for this whole year, that all the prayer times that we'll pray over these, we're going to pray for them at the end of the service. So don't stop the ones you're watching on the stream. And you can send yours in on an email. You can email info at belongdfw.com. You can send it to me. You can meet me. Those that are here locally, you can ask me. I'll have them with me. We can, we can take care of it. And we'll put it together like this whole group that's here. We pray over it every week, multiple times within the staff. Within 21 days, it's twice a year and the prayer times we have. And we just continue to lift up these requests and say, God, we're giving you our prayers and our petitions. So right now, take a moment and write and fill out your prayer requests.
All right. So if you've got that completed already, if you're not, you've got a couple more minutes to have that completed, but go ahead and put it in the envelope that we have there for you. Just hold on to it when we collect up the connection cards and the tithes and the offerings and everything in a moment. You can you can put it in the in the bucket then. I'm really excited about what 2019 holds. And you know, I, I heard a story many years ago about a congressman who was being interviewed by a, a reporter and as he, he walked in he goes, You guys must not be doing anything important today and the congressman was really offended. He goes, Every day we do stuff here is important. He goes, What are you talking about? He goes, No, all I'm saying is I didn't walk through a bunch of picketers this morning to get in here. He goes, So you must not be doing anything really important because there's always this attack whenever you're doing something that is important. And so I look at the the uh, attacks and the struggles and the, the t- TVs falling off the walls right before service and all those things as is a clue and indication that we're on the right path and that we're doing exactly where God has for us. But I want to tell you the best way you can start your new season is to make a commitment to Christ. So if you will, just take a moment and bow your heads with me. Because I know every week that there are people who are listening, there are people who watch this months later. And I have no idea where you find yourself this morning. And it's great and it's wonderful to look at the, the new season and I'm so excited for it. And you may be or you may not be and hopefully after this message you are more excited about it and there's, there's the sense of hope. But the best way to have the peace of God in your life is to be in the kingdom of God. To be putting your attention and your direction in the ways of God. The best way to start off this new season is to make a commitment to Christ. And maybe it's your first time or maybe it's another time. Maybe you were like me that you got saved every Sunday for a while. And I don't know how long I got saved after I, my first conversion day. Every week with Rex Humbard, we had this thing. I watched him on TV and I need to repent of my sins. And I prayed the prayer again over and over and over again. But today can be your day. And I really feel like there's somebody that you're sitting there and you're like, well, I don't know. And then all of a sudden you feel that your heart is beating faster. You feel that, you're like, ah, ah, ah. you just talked about anxiety, and now I'm feeling anxiety. Well, that's not anxiety, that's God. That's Jesus knocking at your door. So what will you decide? If that's you today, I invite you to simply pray this prayer with me. Say this, say, Jesus, thank you for paying for my sins so I don't have to. Today is my day. I may not understand the process, but this year I commit to be different. Today I invite you into my life. I ask you to forgive me, and I come just as I am. I surrender everything to you, and I choose to follow you. And the best way I know how, I'm going to live for you with all my heart. Today, I give you my life. Father, I pray for all of us. Lord, in the sound of my voice and those that are listening after the fact, 
God, I pray that you help us and lead us and guide us. And Lord, your word says that you're there with your outstretched hand to help pull us out of the place that we find ourselves. When we fall down into the mud, that you're there to help us up and to clean us off. Now, Father, I pray for our, our 2019 prayer requests. And Lord, is everyone still holding it in their hands, God, before we release it into the buckets for you? Lord, I just speak over them for the first time of many. And Lord, I declare that you ask us for prayers and petitions. So Lord, we're stepping out in faith and obedience to you in giving this to you. With our name written on the front, next year we'll get these back one year from now. God, having given and submitting all these things to you, And we give you all the glory and all the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.